Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 76, Be Sweet Lemonade. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Two quick announcements. Number one, come find me on Snapchat. My username is tretcher, and I've been having a lot of fun connecting with you guys and hearing about how the show is impacting your life. So thank you so much for reaching out. Again, my username is T, and my last name, R-E-C-H-E-R. Number two, the Positivity Effect store is launching in a few days. It's launching on May 1st, and I am super excited about it. There's some great stuff on there to keep you guys feeling positive and uplifted, and a lot of stuff will be added along the way. And it's a great way for you guys to support the show as well. So thank you again so much for listening. Today, I am joined by Jared Easley. And Jared is the founder and the host of the Star of the Doubts podcast, He's had over 300 episodes, and he's also one of the founders of the biggest podcast conference, Podcast Movement, where this year there's going to be over 2,000 podcasters meeting up. I had the pleasure of meeting Jared last November, and he truly walks the talk. If you have, if you have a conversation with him, he makes sure that his number one focus is listening to what you have to say. If you listen to his podcast, you will pick up on that right away where he's defined as the, the fun-filled style panel with conversations that range from online business, personal, and professional development. And the show includes a guest on the hot seat who illuminates the path for listeners by sharing how they have navigated challenging seasons and difficult hurdles to pursue success. And if you read the reviews, the guests that come on, they always feel like they are the center of attention. And Jared really makes sure that he crafts his questions based around that person's life and the focus is that person. It's a really powerful way that he does his interviews. So Jared is also a self-published author of two books, the second being a co-authored book with Kamanzi Constable, and the book is called Stop Chasing Influencers, The True Path to Building Your Business and Living Your Dream. I have personally read this book, and seriously, it is, it's so powerful and insightful and a refreshing way to look at how to do business. So guys, you can reach out to Jared by going to starvethedoubts.com and going to his contact page. Also, check out his book, Stop Chasing Influencers. So help me welcome him now to The Positivity Effect. Jared Easley. What's up, brother? Dr. Tom, I am a fan, and you know, I was hoping that this particular episode we could just put things uh, on the side and, and maybe just be a little bit negative. How do you feel about that? I think we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what show this is. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the positivity effect. <laughs> yeah, well, no, Jared, no, no time for negativity. No time for it. But I'll, although I'll, I'll, I'll get the negativity out of the way. How about I, I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm a little bit jealous of the success of your podcast. So <laughs> <it's> <laughs> no, kind of a, a complimentary negative. That's I, 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 I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> well, Jared, you know, 
it's just it's been so awesome connecting with you and and having and we're going to talk about this and she, I just because it's like I love just you know we had a quick little moment just before we got on and shared that moment about when we met on this you know that we had this podcasters cruise and there was actually a few others that came on the show I've had I had Ryan Guth on and and Guthrie and and John came on and and it's just it's been so awesome connecting with you guys like I really call you guys my friends because as you can probably attest that was just such an incredible experience it absolutely was and I I want to just uh advise your listeners if you're ever having the opportunity to be in a dance off with Dr. Tom <laughs> You're going to want to just not do that because you might get embarrassed. (laughs) Dr. Tom's a dancing machine. And uh, I have a lot of memories of you from that that cruise. But some of the most fondest are you just uh, tearing it up on the dance floor. Well, you know, it's uh, (laughs) (laughs) – I always – and like sometimes like my my family's like, he is out of his mind. But like (laughs) – I, you know what? I do it because it makes other people feel good. And well, and it works. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, people of, of multi races, you know, like <laughs> the ethnicities. You, know, you got yeah, Asian, Hispanics, African American, yeah, them all, <laughs> and they're all like, "Who's this white boy?" <laughs> like, and they, they were digging it. Like it was great. And you're right, it did make people happy, and it made me laugh, and made my wife laugh. And and sometimes, like, you don't even have to have. Oh. So, like, little. If we're gonna give here a quick dance lesson for anybody that's listening, you don't Please. have to have any dance moves. I'm terrible at dancing, so I'm I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta you gotta pretend that there's nobody else in the room. Fill up your heart with 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 gratitude that that you're alive, <laughs> and and just let it let let the uh, whatever you believe in, whether it's yourself, the universe, God, let it just work through you, and and you'll you'll, you'll have a good time. I- my my heart full of gratitude, thinking I'm the only one dancing. That that's not as smooth as the way you do it. I promise you that. But <laughs> yeah, I, and then uh, let's just talk about karaoke for a second because who knew, uh, Doctor Tom, you're you're quite the <laughs> artist. I think you're a beautiful singer. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, and passionate too. Like you're very animated. I do. I I um. I I don't really sing out too much. You know, in terms of like record, <laughs> I do have some recordings. But uh, I think we have I, pictures to prove otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we that was that was pretty amazing. Like we took so so guys just to kind of um, paint sorry the, paint I didn't mean to derail the show. That paint the picture. No, to paint the picture for you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm on this boat. We're all, Jared's there. A whole bunch of all friends. We're all connecting. It's it was like a group of fifty of us, and we we took the we we took that room by storm. We took the the karaoke by storm. And yeah. people are walking past like, what is going on right now? They were like, what? who are these people? They were just so impressed. They, everybody's stopping and like waving, and it was pretty funny. I actually became Facebook friends with the uh, the, the worker, the DJ the on MC. the boat. Yeah. Uh, his, na- his real name's Tom. We had a nickname for him, uh, I believe, because he's from Eastern Europe or something. We called him Chekhov, which uh, pro- probably wasn't very kind, but we thought it was funny at the time. But he loved but- it. He connected with all of us. He's... He- <laughs> I see him liking everybody's photos. <laughs> oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, I've I've chatted with him a few times on Facebook and stuff, and I think that's interesting. Uh, you know, who knew that I'd make that kind of connection in karaoke? But I want to talk about when um, you and I had the chance to sit on a, uh, I guess you could call it a bus. It was uh, a method of transportation to get from the port there in Jamaica over to one of the shore excursions that we were doing. And I remember I, I got to sit next to you on that ride. And uh, what I thought was just going to be a, hey, you know, what you up to 
turned into this uh, this really nice, deep conversation about life and what's important and uh, positivity and your goals and, and kind of I, I got to take a big swim in Lake Dr. Tom, as I like to say. And I, I got it. I, I, I knew right then I was like, Tom's a friend. Like, this is a guy I'm going to definitely be friends with for a long time. And um, I, I think that's another takeaway from this episode. If you ever get a chance to spend some one on one sit down time on a bus with Dr. Tom, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. That means the world, man. And, and it's, it's, it's a testament to you, too. You know, we, we, when, when you start to really raise your awareness in life about, who you are, you know, the core of who you are and, and you, you get transparent and you start, you start to, to get outside of your own self and you connect, you know, with people on a deeper level. And, but it's also testament to you too, Jared, like you start to connect with people that have those like-minded values. And, and we knew both right away when we start talking, we're like, you know what, this is somebody that I, I want to be friends with. This is somebody that, that understands the things that, that, that really drive me too in life. And, you know, it's so powerful when, when you, can be aware of that because sometimes we can meet somebody and they may have the same values as us, but we're so bogged down by this life. You know, we're bogged down by all the just the stuff that's going on and whether it's, uh, you know, getting our kids to school or somebody's sick in the family or, you know, we lost a job or whatever's going on in our life. And then you meet a stranger that becomes a friend and you may, that door may close if you're not open to just spending those those few moments that you have with them and and that was you know it was a short little bus ride but i'll never forget that bus ride uh likewise and i love what you said about life happens and i'm guilty and just recently i confessed uh to a friend you know i feel like i'm on a little bit of a rut and they're like what do you mean i was like well you know i feel like i have to have this big thing happening and not to say there's not positive things happening because there is but um, you know, I, I, I caught myself, Dr. Tom. I, I felt like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually trying to place a little bit of my identity in, you know, something other than what's really important. You know, I'm trying to say, oh, okay, it's got to be in this big successful project or it's got to be in this perception online or it's got to be in this uh, in the form of dollars in a bank account or something like that. And, and um, you know, I'm guilty of, of getting caught in those little cycles too. And that's uh, one more reason why people need to be uh, mindful of that. They need to be listening to this podcast uh, because they, those things happen. You know, we, we run into those moments. And when we do, we need friends and we need mentors and we need online uh, podcasts and different things like that to help us kind of uh, reevaluate and reset our minds and, and re, you know, focus on the priorities, right? Right, right. And, you know, if, if you asked me a year ago, you know, Tom, would you ever be doing a podcast? I would, I would kind of be confused. Like, what do you mean? And, and that's like, that's, you, you kind of pointed to that, that connecting with people that can kind of help guide you and show you the way. And, it's, you know, I, I really appreciate, you know, you said that you think it's a great podcast and that means the world to me, but it's like, it's also, you know, even you never know like what's going on too behind the scenes and like how the person feels. And, and it's, uh, sometimes it's like when you, when you connect with the, when someone else is able to show you the way and able to show you, look, that you have this greatness inside of you, you know, you may be listening right now and, and you have something that, that can, you can share with the world. You know, all I'm doing is just sharing, sharing with the world who I am. Uh, I'm not trying to, to really make anything different of myself. I'm just sharing. This is if if you hung out with me after, you know, you come met met up met up with me on Long Island and we 
uh, went out for a slice of pizza. This is how I am. This is how I kind of connect with people. And I try to just always, because like, just like you said, Jared, there's moments where you have those days where you, you maybe focus on the wrong thing or you, you know, you're yeah, focusing on the wrong thing. And I have those days too. But what what it really comes back to is when I try to get back into that place of gratitude, when I try to get back into that place of of presence with the people that I'm that I'm with, uh, whether it's my family or my friends or meeting somebody new, you know, getting an opportunity like I had to meet you, Jared. Th- that's what life is all about, you know. Uh, mm. We could think about business, but that's that's what life is all about. I'd like to give a specific example, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I was just on the phone yesterday with my good friend John, and he's in the Orlando area, and he he runs a little business that's uh, growing and. Uh, seeing some exciting opportunities open up, and and he does dueling pianos primarily at like weddings and that you know, is epic closed events. Yeah, it's it's actually a really great idea, and he's he's been really consistent and uh, focused and and heavy on that. And he he kind of jokingly said to me, um, we were talking about books, and he had said, oh, I you know I, I, you know I think it'd be cool to write a book, but I, I'm I'm not a writer. <laughs> and I, I caught him and I was like, well, you know, no one's a writer until they, you know, sit down and actually write their thoughts and, you know, and, yeah, and then they yeah. can say, well, I've written this. And I guess what it, what is a writer is just someone who shares, you know, their mind and, you know, via words. And, and so I kind of challenged him on that a little bit. I wasn't trying to be mean, but I was like, no, no one's a writer until they, until they write and you would be a great writer and I would, I would read your book and, and, uh, it was just kind of a funny thing. Cause here's someone who's, I see who is, who is positive and who is focused and who's doing well and, uh, having some wins and, and doing things that, you know, some of the outside world would look at and say, okay, that's a, a person who's, who's uh, on a track of success or a path of success. And yet here he is saying, well, I'm, you know, I can't write a book. I'm not a writer. So we, we all, are tempted to, you know, have those thoughts and, and think those ways. And I, my, my encouragement, and I'm sure Dr. Tom's is as well is, is, uh, be surrounded with people who are like-minded, who are goal oriented. Uh, we've heard that, that quote that you were the, uh, some, you're the average of, of the five people mm-hmm. you spend the most time with. And, you know, are you spending time with people that are, uh, encouraging you to, to make important decisions and, and continue to focus on goals that matter? Or are you spending time with people that just kind of bring you down and suck the life out of you? And, um, you know, sometimes Dr. Tom, you can't avoid some of those people if, if they're, you know, in your family or whatever, you just got to really be a little careful with how much time you allot to those folks. Right. Right. But, um, you know, and then I, I, I've, uh, in the past, I've been guilty of saying, well, I don't have a mentor, Dr. Tom. And, I, you know, I'm not connected. I'm not super well known. And and this was, you know, a few years ago. And I thought, well, I can't, you know, I can't make any major strides because I don't I don't have anybody to pour into my life. And for anybody that's feeling that way or you've thought that way or, you know, someone who's thinking that way, that's the beauty of blogs. That's the beauty of podcasts like this one is uh, maybe you don't have someone one on one hanging out with you right now. Uh, being your personal coach and and trying to uh, encourage you and motivate you, but what's stopping you from you know listening to podcasts like the Positivity Effect? And you're you're already making that decision. That's why you're checking it out today, and that's the right decision. And so my encouragement to anyone who's feeling that way is I'm not connected. I I don't have people to pour into my life. Don't allow that to be an excuse because there's books, there's amazing podcasts, there's all kinds of great stuff that's out there. And you can start there, you know, and you can connect with the communities that are surrounded around those things like people who are fellow listeners to this show. 
So, so anyway, those are, those are a couple things. I don't mean to go on a tangent there, Dr. Tom, but just some things that were on my mind. No, it's so true. Like, I mean, at the top of the, the episodes lately, I've just been telling everybody, hey, guys, connect with me on Snapchat. You know, and I would gladly, if somebody connected with me, I would, I would snap back and say hi and you know and uh have a little have a little yeah yeah, do a little dance move with a little snap (laughs) video so if you guys want to see some dance moves hit me up (laughs) yeah on snapchat Uh, now i have not jumped on the snapchat bandwagon shame on me um it's a lot of fun yeah downloaded it and i just didn't understand what to do (laughs) and and i thought man i must be getting old it's like there is a learning curve i have to say there is a learning curve well, I, I'm embarrassed to admit that on your show, but you know we're going to remain positive. I, I believe that I, I could be, you know, productive on Snapchat. So there you go. Well, Jerry, you know, talking about your friend, how he was saying, you know, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. You know, I we all of us say that in our head at some point about something in life. You know, and for me, you know, maybe it was you know you mentioned early, you know, when we first got on about about music and singing and and that I sing and I've not, I I didn't grow up knowing how to sing. And for me, it's, I don't, it's not my job. I don't look to, I'm not looking to, to, to make an income from it. I do it because I love it. Right. But, but when people started to notice that I had a nice voice, it was after like literally hundreds of hours in the dark when, when I was just by myself practicing or when I would, you know, on my commute to work, a 45 minute commute, instead of listening to music, I would put on a a, record, a CD that would teach me how to sing, mm. and I would do that, you know, on the way in and on the way home. And I would just do it twice a day, and I knew I could I could capitalize on that time while I was driving, you know, even if I didn't have the time at home, because I knew like as soon as I got home, I got had to get into maybe helping clean the house for my parents or you know mow the lawn, whatever duties after work, you know, that I had to take care of, and that's you know, and and it it. It was all those hours behind the scenes. So, so even to someone, if they think, if they're, if they're, when you mentioned writing a book, you know, and somebody else is saying, you know, I wish I could write a book. Just start writing when nobody's watching. Just start, just sit down, take, take, take a piece of paper out and just start writing. And it's going to be pretty terrible probably for a while. And, you know, one day, <laughs> one day you'll have some papers together and then you show it to somebody and they, they reviewed for you. And, and it, it's just, it's just not going to happen overnight. Uh, you know, I've been playing guitar for almost 15 years and, and people just started noticing in church, you know, these last couple of years that, Hey, this guy's got a great voice. Uh, so it take it takes time. It does. And my daughter, she's five. She has never taken any kind of singing lesson or listened to any kind of singing, <laughs> uh, tutorial as you have i applaud you for taking that you know to a further step but she doesn't care she just you know she likes the song she just belts it out and just lets it out yeah you know yeah it's all good right and and even if it's not it is because it's cute so I, I i think sometimes that's the way to live you know is that just just suspend the disbelief and <laughs> just, go for it. Just you let know? it go. Be, be, be Dr. Tom on the dance floor. Just yeah, yeah. Just fill yourself with gratitude and go for it. And then another thing that came to mind is um, you, you're talking about the writing stuff. Like if if you want to start writing a book, um, there's editors. There's people that can help you with grammar and things like that. And I I think one of the best things you can do is picture in your mind if you were sitting with Dr. Tom in Starbucks for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever that is. And Dr. Tom says to you, 
uh, we'll use the name Stacy. Stacy, you know, tell me about you know what you're working on, and what would you tell Doctor Tom in that 30 minutes? What are the three things you would tell him? And that's kind of like your outline, right? That, those are the things that you want to make kind of the bullet points, and then you just kind of dig down into that and write about that, talk about that, have have an editor help you kind of polish it up and clean it up, and you know you might be good to go with that. Oh, it could so be powerful, that simple. Yeah, yeah it, it's what what would you share in a conversation, sitting down having coffee? Um, what are the three things or the four things that you would say? What you know you'd want make to make sure people understand, and that that could be your book. So when I heard that, I thought, well, maybe it is that easy. And, and I had uh, put together a presentation one time, Dr. Tom, and did the presentation. It was moderately well-received. You know, I don't pretend that it was the best thing ever. But there was enough reasonable feedback that I thought, hey, this might be something to turn into a book. And so I, I did. One day I just sat down and wrote down the presentation, you know, kind of slide by slide, and had a little bit of help, and that turned into my first self-published book. And it was, you know, wasn't perfect, but there's been a lot of people that have read that book. Um, so yeah, go go figure. Now, are are we are we talking about the the book that I had the very beloved opportunity of reading? <laughs> that was book number two. The the first book was exactly what I just said. It was a, a presentation that got repurposed into a self published book, and it's still available. It's out on Amazon, but it, I, I think it's. A, like really, really inexpensive. I think it's like 99 cents. But all that was, was could I do it? You know? Now with proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, proof of concept. And, and what's interesting from that, Dr. Tom, is I, don't, I didn't mean to tell this story, but I will. I don't think I've shared this very often, but in, in allowing myself to sit down and, and finish that project and see that through, there was people that connected with me that didn't have any way to connect with me other than finding it in Amazon. And so that was, that made it worthwhile, number one. And then number two is that book was read by my co-author for the second book, and he liked that book. And he said, hey, let's work together on a, on a project or a book. And that turned into the second book that you're referring to. And that, that was a collaboration, but that collaboration really started because someone found my previous book and, and liked it enough to think, hey, this is somebody I'd like to write with. And then, it, you know, it's life's a test. You're always trying something, you know, and, and so, hey, let's, let's see what it's like to collaborate on a book. And we tried it out, and I thought it was a, a reasonable experience. So the, you know, the moral of that story is, is we just have to take action. We have to take fear, you know, just to face our fears and kind of you know shoeing of what we're going to talk about tomorrow is we have to starve those doubts <laughs> <laughs> yes we have to starve those doubts and it's funny you bring that up because being that this is the positivity effect uh i resonated with that title immediately because i also have a show that that focuses on some similar themes called star the doubts and it's it's almost three years old and that is crazy to think about that's like uh lifetime in podcasting years that's, uh, that's years. awesome over over three hundred episodes, which is you know borderline lunacy, <laughs> uh, but, but but yeah, it's been a wonderful journey, and it's opened up so many opportunities and connections, and um, just like you're experiencing now, Doctor Tom, I've I've been blessed to put out a podcast and see kind of wonderful you know things that have come from that. And would you say you know if you asked yourself you know ten years ago I'm going to put a podcast out one day, what would you say? 
Well, I'd have said, well, it's a podcast like anybody else. <laughs> you know, That's you know? right. But, but actually, I, if you think about it, 10 years ago, I, I believe I did know about podcasts because the, I think the first podcast I ever listened to was a podcast that was based on the TV show Lost. I don't know if you watched that show or not. I've seen a but, few. I've seen a few. Oh, it's, it's uh, you know, the first several seasons are really, really good. The, uh, the ending was um, a little strange, but it was still... I was oh, heard, as, I was as heard a whole, yeah. Yeah, as a whole, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. And... Um, and I remember listening to the producers of that show, um, Damon and Carlton. I forget their last name. Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse, I believe, is their names. And they they did this uh, show where they just kind of recapped episodes, something real simple. And I love that show so much that I started listening to that podcast. And I, that was on the the old school iPod, um, you know, like the the real old school iPod. So you'd have to, you know, download it through iTunes on your PC and then sync it to your iPod. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I did know about podcasts, but but Nap- yeah, I Napster, never, Napster days. I would have never guessed in that time <laughs> that I'd be creating my own show because I I just thought, well, this is for professionals. This is for serious people, <laughs> as right. I'd call them back then. So, but shame on me because I, I think if I'd started back then, I'd be a lot further along now. But you know, I didn't think that way back then. But that's the yeah, you know, guys, wherever you are in your journey of life, you know, this you could start, you could you could make a shift, you can start something new, you can continue to grow something you're doing already. Wherever you are doesn't have to be the end goal of your life. You know, if you're feeling frustrated, have you heard the story of the bee sweet lemonade girl? Thomas, the B sweet lemony girl. Okay, well, no. I, I obviously not. Enlighten there's me. This, there's this eleven year old, maybe she's twelve, but she's young, uh, African American girl who, when she was four, she started a lemonade stand, and maybe that was part um, entrepreneurial, maybe part of it was just trying something new or having fun or whatever, being cute or whatever it was. But she had this idea of taking uh, honey. And using honey as kind of her core ingredient for her lemonade. And she eventually um, did this long enough, did this lemonade stand long enough that it picked up enough momentum that she was able to leverage that to get a spot on Shark Tank, the show. Right. (laughs) So she gets on she gets on Shark Tank. I mean, fast forward several years, of course. And that, that's kind of the point of where this is going. But she gets on Shark Tank, and Damon Johns makes her a deal for uh, $60,000 he's going to give her for 20% of her lemonade company, right? And some people could have looked at that and been like, well, he's just being nice to you know, a youth who's you know, entrepreneurial. And $60,000 for him is a, a limited risk. you know. Right, right. And, um, and it was just in the news this last week that this young girl and her organization or her company – uh, just signed a, uh, I want to say, twelve million dollar contract with Whole Foods, <laughs> and and the name wow. of it B Sweet B E E like Bumblebee B Sweet Lemonade. That's amazing. and she's 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 eleven or twelve, <laughs> and, and I, it's just like whoa. And and at the the reason I bother to go and tell that story, Doctor Tom is. She started at four. You know, it's not like this just happened in two days or two months or even a year or two years. She started this stand when she was four. She was diligent. She was faithful. She was relentless. She stuck with it. I'm sure there were days where she was like, I don't want to do a lemonade stand or whatever. 
but she persisted and now she's in a position where whole foods is carrying her you know her lemonade throughout the midwest in this 12 million dollar purchase order i mean that's amazing that's so 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 that ties into your point wow is the things the decisions you're making now the things you're listening to the things you're telling yourself the things that the steps that action that you're taking may not have the result or the desired outcome that you want today but you can't think like that you got to think hey the decisions i'm making right now are setting me up for five eight years from now ten years from now because that's uh, consistency you know being committed being relentless all those things pay off over time it takes time it, it doesn't happen overnight but if you're willing to be patient just like this young girl was as starting a, a lemonade stand at four years old and now at 11 being you know you know making a 12 million dollar purchase order to whole foods i mean that's <laughs> there you go that's you know that's that's, that's the proof that something can grow and something can happen and, it, and it, it's not dependent on age it's not dependent on even uh you know extreme extensive education or uh, I mean, we're not saying not to be smart here. Of course, be smart, you know, read good books, listen to good podcasts, you know, be always learning. But uh, there's there's a lot of limitations we set on ourselves. And if, if we're consistent over a period of time and, and sticking to our goals and stuff, you, you just really wouldn't believe what is possible, you know. But but some people are short-sighted and they, they give up too quick. Oh, man. Guys, if there is one word that you take away from from today's chat with Jared and I is and that's 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 consistency. You 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 just follow through and and it's it's going to take time. You know, some things may come quick. Uh, you know, sometimes certain things have to line up, but when you you know, even through the failures if you're consistent, just consistent, and you're relentless. I like that word relentless. You know, and whatever you're looking to do, be, you know, be relentless in the way that you you know, you look to treat your spouse to make, you know, to raise them up. Be relentless in how you how you you know, look to, 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 to build your kids and, and to help help lift their lives up. Be relentless with how you treat your friends and you treat them right. You know, be, be relentless with, with what you, you know, how you, you are in public and that you're, you know, you're always looking to, to, you know, if somebody needs some help, you help them out. You know, be, be relentless with, you know, be that person that's not cutting people off in traffic. Whatever you do, you know, and all these things will come back to you that, you know, when you act a certain way and, you, and you're, you're consistent, it all, it all comes back around. But guys, we're at the end of today's episode, Jared. This has been just so awesome chatting with you. I'm, I'm definitely in a really great state right now, and just it's it's uh, it's bringing me right back to when we were hanging out. And guys, check out Jared's book. Stop chasing influencers. Influencers. I'm just, I'm going to repeat it again. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> check out Jared's book. Stop chasing influencers. He co-wrote it with Kamanzi Constable, and it's just an awesome book. I learned so much from it. I, I ripped through it on the cruise when I had an opportunity to meet Jared, and it was it just it taught me a lot uh, about life and about what I'm doing. And also, you guys, check head over to Starve the Doubts, and you can learn a little bit more about Jared. And I'm gonna go have some lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Take care. Talk to you tomorrow, Jared. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests every single day. I hope you feel inspired, and I hope that we stirred some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. Please check out the website at PositivityEffect.com. 
sign up for the newsletter, and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying The Positivity Effect, please tell someone about the show. Together, we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world, something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of The Positivity Effect.